Welcome to episode four of It Wasn't Me, a true crime podcast, where you get to hear us tell you about horrific crimes and murders that intrigue us. I am Cindy. And hi, I'm Mercedes. Thank you for listening to last week's episode when we explored the mysterious and unsolved murder of Benjamin Collings in Long Island, New York. Was it pirates? Anyway, this week's episode takes place in Amstead in Austria, where Elizabeth Fritzel was held captive for 24 years by her very own father. Our podcast does not recommend for children, and we will detail graphic scenes and graphic violence, and we'll often use offensive language. So if you have kids, put them away and join us for a murder. And for more information and links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages, visit our website at itwasn'tmetruecrime.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and please give us a five-star rating. While you're there, leave a comment and let us know which murder intrigues you. All right. Thank you, Mercedes. So today, as Mercedes said, we are going to start off in Austria. Um, I wanted to do a murder that wasn't local and maybe a little off the beaten path um, because I had never heard of this murder, but Mercedes recommended it. And it's, it wasn't a murder, but it was a crime that was so horrific. Um, and I remember I kind of followed it back when it was first discovered, when this woman was first discovered. So I said, hey, why don't we do Elizabeth Fritzel? And I was surprised that Cindy had never, ever heard of this woman before. So it's not a murder, but it is true crime. Yes, and I did say murder. That's because her father probably should have been murdered. So, because he was once sicko. <laughs> yes. All right, so on, around, on August 28, 1984, Elizabeth Fritzl disappeared from her home for several weeks without any contact whatsoever. Her mother reluctantly reported her missing. Um, however, this wasn't the first time that she had gone missing or that she had run away. She, she ran away a few times, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and we'll get into her possible reasons as to why she ran away later. So it wasn't a surprise to anyone when she just disappeared? Not really. Okay. No. But her mother did report her missing reluctantly is and how, what everything How says. old was she in, um, at this time? She had just turned 18. Yes. Okay. It was just a few months after. Because she turned 18 in April and this was August. Okay. However, in, like I said, in 1977, she had ran away to Vienna, only to be brought home three weeks later. Okay, wait, 1977, um, that was, let me do the math, for seven years before she was 11 when she ran away? 12? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So when police came to the Fritzl home, Joseph and, Joseph is the father, Elizabeth's father, stated that he had no idea where she was and that... Um, it was surmised that she joined a religious cult. Okay. You know, because... Because she's religious? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Uh-uh. So, okay. it's something that had been mentioned in the past, so he just kind of went with it. Okay. So, okay. he was setting this up. So, after about a month of her disappearance, the family received a letter explaining that Elizabeth had grown tired of her family. Um, this was postmark in a town in Upper Austria, which... I don't know how to say. Um, Braunau? 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, it was the birthplace of Hitler. Oh, wow. So, come to find out, this where they're living is actually was actually very, very pro-Nazi. Okay. Um, so, it's just kind of coincidental. This was the birthplace of Hitler. Okay. You know, and not her Germany. father. 
not Germany. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Amstetten, Amstetten is in Lower Austria, is what I found. Okay. Also, so clearly this is, um, what does this say? What? This is, clearly this is not the case, but we are sitting here 35 minutes. Okay. So what happened? Well, shortly after Elizabeth turned 18, her father lured her into the basement. He was like, hey, honey, can you come help me put this door in? So he, she helped her father carry this door down to this basement cellar area that he had been constructing for quite some time. Okay. And now, because he had gotten a grant, he got money to build, like, a nuclear bunker or something underground, right? Yes, because this was the Cold War. Okay. So, this was... It was just before the Cold War. Just before... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it really wasn't that kind of odd that he was doing this. Um, so he needed help with this door, which was actually the last piece to his compound. Okay. So, as he's setting this door up, he actually had ether, had a dipped, dipped a rag in ether and put it over her face and knocked her out to get her into the compound so he could lock her in. Okay. All right. So this is, um, he has subdued his daughter. His family was unaware that he had been preparing the space for his daughter for years. Okay. He even had permits and approval to build, to build, (laughs) to build, as you said, he had, he got this grant. Okay. All right. So this Tiny space was not temperature controlled. It was outfitted with a refrigerator, a hot plate, a bed, and even a small bathroom. However, there were two access points is what I read and several different things. So the two access points, both leading to a workshop that was secured um, by, I saw where it was secured by five locked doors, but then I saw where it was secured by eight mechanisms also. I do know that there was a security code like keyless entry, how to get in there, and later on I'll explain that he actually had to tell police how to find it. So now, how big is this underground, how big is this basement? I mean, it must be huge if if he's got a workshop down there and then he's got a little... <laughs> it wasn't that big. It wasn't that no. big. Okay. Um, okay. It was just... approximately 590 square feet. Okay, well... I'm thinking that that might be about as big as what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's some apartments here in this town that okay. are that much. And, okay. Yeah. All right. My daughter, the place my daughter lives is like probably much bigger than that. Okay. To be honest. Okay. All right. So, um, he apparently had been raping his daughter since, you know, officially sexually assaulting her. I call it like it is. He was raping her. Okay. Uh, since she was about 11 years old. Oh, shit. Yeah, no wonder why she was fucking around in a way. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have stabbed him in his sleep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Go, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he had been planning this for some time, and later on he would tell police that he was trying to keep the outside world away from her. Um, originally, he had her chained by her arms and metal posts to the bed. So this was when they're down in the dungeon uh-huh. in the space. So he had her chained to the bed. Yes, to metal bedposts. Okay. Um, eventually, he moved from the arm chains to chains around her waist like a leash, and she couldn't go very okay. go very far. But she was able to reach a small bathroom and use the use the bathroom. Um, but within six to nine months, the chains were removed altogether because they were in the way. 
Okay. So, you know. They were he, in the way of. Of his daily raping. Okay. So, he came down there every day, just about. Okay. To, ra- to rape her, to have sex okay. with his daughter. Okay. Yeah, that's sick. So, was he doing, like, other weird, like, sadistic things to her? He did eventually, like, he would torture her. Okay. more, But more, like, he did psychological torture. He, um... And I kind of get into that okay. in a little bit. Okay, I'll so, shut up then. <laughs> so over the next 24 years, and I've written all this down. Let's hope I can read my own handwriting. All right, so the next 24 years, Elizabeth is held capture in this chamber. She's held captive. Did I say captured? You did. She's captured. It's okay. Have She's a little held, more wine. Yeah, please. I have wine. Okay. We have coffee. Okay. We have Coke Zero. Okay. There you go. All right, so she's held captive for the next 24 years, and it says here that he visits her almost every day, if not every day, at least three times a week where he brings food and other supplies. But according to Elizabeth, she spent most of her time alone in Joseph's absence until 1988. Okay, so four years later, she was pretty much alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only person she ever, obviously she ever saw, because if someone else saw her, they, you know, hopefully right. would, you know alert the authorities. So in 1988, she gave birth to their first child. Oh, yes, you heard me correctly. She gave birth to a child with her father. Okay. Sick fucker. Yeah. All right. Um, when she gave birth to their first child, Kier- Kirsten? Kirsten or Kier- Kirsten, yeah. Uh, it's K-E-R-S-T-I-N. Okay, Kirsten. So we'll say we're going with Kirsten. Okay. Um, she would become pregnant eight more times. Not Kirsten, but Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, let's see. The first pre- Because her first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage at 10 weeks. Okay. So that was just the first successful, that's what you want to call it, birth. Um, let's see. Eight times during, her, during the time that she was down there, the first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage, um, and she would give birth to seven more children. Does she raise them all down there, or are you going to get to that? I'm going to get to that. Okay. Okay. Three of which would remain in the basement. Oh. That was some southern basement. Okay. So, we don't even have basements where we live. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So, three of her children Uh stayed in the basement, but the other ones... Yes, but I'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So, the second to last pregnancy consisted of twins, in which one of the twins survived okay so within three days michael was the baby he was struggling to breathe had some issues and he died okay joseph the father refused to the father slash grandfather right yes (laughs) yes gross okay the father slash grandfather (laughs) god he refused to get help for the child okay and that'll come up again later Right, so, and then he refused to remove the child, the child's body, after the child died, and okay. Michael died, refused to get, to remove him, and then eventually incinerated the, the body. Where did he incinerate it? Did he have an incinerator down there, or what? I don't know, I didn't, I did not find that information, okay. but I'll be honest with you, I did not seek out okay. how to, uh, Because like, how it would be hard to get rid of a body and to incinerate it, like... I would think so. Okay. But you know what? So, if the guy grew up around Nazis, I mean, maybe he, he yeah, knew how. Yep. And we'll get into that, too. Okay. All right. So, um, 
He actually would stand trial for the murder of Michael. Oh, okay. Later. Okay. Good. Um, but like I said, I'll get into that. So. Okay. All right. So Fritzel took three of the six surviving children, Alexander, Lisa, and Monica, upstairs to live with him and his wife. I saw they were considered foundlings. Okay. Foundlings uh-huh. is how it's spelled, so I'm saying yeah. it like a spell. Okay. All right. Uh, foundlings are children that are abandoned by their parent. Okay. All right. So he would claim that Elizabeth had run away, which we all knew that. They ran away to this cult. She would get pregnant and later abandon her children on the doorstep of her parents. So they would, he would just, like, happen to walk out of his house and say, oh, look, a baby. Yes. And then, um, now, I clear, I think I remember that there would be a note or something, uh-huh. like, attached to the baby, right? Yeah, she would send letters, but they literally would find a baby in a cardboard box. Right. Or find a baby like, just sitting in the street. Or, but there would be a letter, or once there was even a phone call. Oh, she got to call her mom. Well, sort of. Okay. We'll get to, we'll get to that, too. Okay, so... So, he convinced his wife, his family, the neighbors, and social services that these children were abandoned on his doorstep by his daughter and that he was raising them in his home. Social services would even make regular visits with zero suspicion. Okay, so... Okay. My question is, is why did he pick those kids over the other ones? Like, what him made him say, okay, I'm going to take this kid upstairs and he's going to live or she's going to live a normal life. And, and there's not anything that really says. Okay. I, didn't, I did That's... not find anything where it says why, what rhyme or reason. But I do go through a timeline here in a minute that will, um, it's not that he took, the, like the baby was born and then he took them right away. It wasn't like that. All right, so as if this wasn't sick enough, <laughs> Fritzel would rape his daughter repeatedly in front of the other children oh, God. to demean her, to punish her. Um, again, it was as if this wasn't torture enough. He also would cut the power to the basement. This is where he punishes her. So, like, if she pissed him off that day, he would cut the power. He wouldn't bring food. He would starve them. He would even bring pictures later on. He would bring pictures of the upstairs children to and show them to the downstairs children. And psychologically, you know, it's like psychological warfare. Look what you're missing out on. Look at them running around in the garden above you. God, that's awful. Thing. Like, Yeah. Like, why? Okay, so when these children were taken upstairs, how old were they? Were they babies or were they walking? Pretty much. Well, okay. one was at like 15 months old, but we'll talk okay, about that. Okay, so obviously they couldn't talk at the time, so they couldn't say, oh, yeah, we, I grew up in the basement. Was, yeah, they don't yeah. remember. Okay. It was long before they were old enough to say okay. or remember their okay. life prior to. And how old is the dad compared to, at this, like, how the dad, the rapist? The, the... He was in his 70s when he was arrested. Okay, and this is over 24 years, so starting like right around 50-ish mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. Yep. So, um... So then, so a few years go by. So in 1994, Joseph enlarged the, the cellar, the basement, okay, the so, prison, okay. whatever you want to call it. Um, I did read somewhere where this was at the plea of Elizabeth. Okay. She was like, it's getting crowded down here. Can you please make this place bigger? And he said, sure, I'll make it bigger. Just as soon as you dig it out with your bare hands. Oh, my God. He made her dig, her, dig it out herself? Her and her kids. And, and what year was this? 1994. Okay, 94, so, so it's been 10 years. She's been in there for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So putting Elizabeth and her children to work, making them 
dig out the soil with their bare hands. He would also tell them that if they didn't do this, that he would gas them, even though there wasn't gas going there. That is sadistic as fuck. Really. He would gas them if they tried to escape, and he also convinced them that if they messed with the cellar door, it would electrocute them. Okay. I mean, he's done all this other stuff. Right. Why not? Right. Why would he not do that, too? Um, according... Go ahead. Now, the, like, I'm pretty sure that I read that she was not very well... Like, she was not educated. Like, she missed a lot of school, and um, like she, she wasn't very... I, I don't want to say she wasn't bright, because I don't know that, but she was not highly educated. Well... You know, the European system is different than it is here in the United States. Once they get to a certain age, they, like, test, and they can go trade route, or they can go... She was going to school to be a waitress. Oh, you go to school to be a waitress? Apparently so. Damn, we need that here for some place. (laughs) Shoot, because I'm not very good at waiting. I'm not a nice enough person. Yeah, it says that she, at 15 years old, Elizabeth started a course to become a waitress. So, I mean, you have to think that to be a waitress... I mean, yeah, I've done it, so it does take a little bit of... um, it says 1983 she ran away to Vienna. Okay. Well, what I said you know, that? it's like, it, but, you know, you find different information on different sources. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I know what it is. Okay. He began abusing her when she was 11 in 1977. Okay, right. Then when she turned, what, 17, when she was 17, she ran away to okay. Vienna. And then she was brought back. Okay. So, I apologize. No All worries. Right. Okay, so according to a family member, which I think it was actually like his sister-in-law, I think. Okay. Um, Joseph would enter the chamber, basement, cellar, prison, whatever you want to call it, every morning at 9 a.m. So he would go down there under the um, pretext. Under pretext that he was building machines okay. for firms. Like he would build these machines. It doesn't say, I didn't find out what kind of machines, that he would just build, build these machines. Or it was actually, he was... Um, drawing the prints to build these machines that he would sell to firms. So he's like going down there to work. So his office yeah. is down there. Don't interrupt me. Uh-huh. I'm down here working. Uh-huh. Now what they're digging, she and her children are digging this um, uh, expansion or uh-huh. whatever. And no one hears this. Like what are they doing with the dirt? Um, so Supposedly, they were taking the dirt, moving it upstairs, and he went, built a pool okay. to explain for the excess dirt. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's the research that I, what I did, I didn't get into what, okay. I didn't ask. So, I just, I, I'm trying to throw you off with some of my questions. I didn't, I didn't ask Joseph okay. in our interview what he did with okay. the dirt. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So, um... Okay, so here's my first major fucking red flag. Okay. Okay, he's got this wife. He does have a wife. And the wife Elizabeth's is mother. actually Elizabeth's mother, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And they have a whole slew of their children. Of children. Actually, she is, Elizabeth is um, one of five daughters. He has two sons and five daughters. Did he, did he rape the other daughters? There's no, no evidence to say. So no one ever came forward saying nope. that? Okay. Nope. So the wife... He would tell the wife once he would go down there, don't bring me my coffee. You're not allowed down here. First motherfucking red flag. Excuse my language. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm a little too much of a nosy bitch for that. If I told my husband I wasn't allowed to go somewhere, he'd be like, yeah, right, bitch. Well, 
you know, some some relationships are abusive, or you. you but she know. wouldn't. She wouldn't even testify against him. She wouldn't testify at all. Neither right. would the re- anybody else. So yeah. All right. So um, they had tenants also. On the ground floor, there was apartments. Okay. And they rented out these apartments. And the people would complain, hey, I think I hear some noise in the basement. And he was like, no, it's just pipes. It's just faulty pipes. Don't go down there. Don't, you know. Okay. Sorry. You just have to deal with it. Okay. They ended up interviewing like a hundred people who had lived there over those 24 years. Wow. And no one had... Had a fucking clue. Okay. So you had social services come in, check the babies. Yep. You've had tenants, you have a wife, and all of this still goes, like, you know, cellar level. No one goes and checks this out. No. No one. Okay. All right. So, I I have a little timeline of events here, and then I'll kind of detail as I go through it. Okay. Okay. I have a guess. So, in 1977, he starts his sexual abuse. Um, In 81, 82, he starts converting the cellar. So, that's when he originally got his grant. Okay. And started making his adjustments okay all right so um august 28th is when uh elizabeth goes missing of what year 84 84 okay yeah um november of 86 is when she has her first miscarriage okay so all this time no one has said oh my daughter's missing like they were no no remember she reported her daughter missing there's an active okay but they think that she ran away Okay. To a cult. Yeah. And she's 18, so let her do... I mean, yeah. I don't know the Pretty age, much. adult age there, but okay. Right. What they're, you know, and we'll get kind of... They're kind of lenient on their okay. justice system. So, in August of 88, the first child is born. This child is a cellar child. Like, and lives this in is the Kirsten. cellar. This is Kirsten. Okay. She lives in the cellar. In February of 90, Stefan is born, and he lives in the cellar until they are... Um, Liberated, Liberated. I guess you would say. Um, In August of 92, Lisa is born. Lisa, at nine months old, is discovered outside the family home in a cardboard box, abandoned. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, And then that's when letters are received saying, I'm in this cult. Please take care of my child. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. All right. So the mom, uh, Elizabeth's mother, Rose... Rosemary. Rosemary thinks this is my granddaughter. I'm definitely going to raise my granddaughter. Yes. Okay. Yes. So in 93 is when Elizabeth's like, dude, dad, this place is a little too cramped in here. Can you please? Dude, dad. Dude. 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 Dad. I need some more space. These kids are driving me fucking insane. I need some more space. Okay. All right. And then that's when they enlarge the cell. Okay. So she's a mom slash sister. That's so weird. Okay, sorry. In February of 94, Monica is born. Okay. So at 10 months old, Monica is found outside the home. Rosemary gets a phone call from Elizabeth to ask her to care for Monica. It is assumed that Joseph actually recorded this and placed the phone call. And um, it was a recording. It wasn't actually Elizabeth on the phone. It was a recording. And because the mom, hello, red flag number fucking two in my book, if not 900, she says, I wonder how she got, she was really perplexed because she called the police and she said, my daughter called me, she dropped off this kid again and she called me, but I'm really perplexed at the fact that she has our unpublished, our unpublished 
new telephone number. So why would you get an unpublished telephone number when your, your daughter's, daughter's missing? missing? Exactly. Okay, that's number one. And number two, did the police trace the call? Did they attempt to trace the call? And this was 94. You know they could do that. Yeah. Apparently not. Okay. Because she's an adult. Abandoning her okay. kid, you know, yeah. whatever. So... Um, but that and, still would be against the law to abandon your child. Well, at least I in guess the United if it's States. not with okay. your parents, okay. though. Right. I mean, we have those laws. You can drop your kid off at a fire station, and you know, within so many, right? Whatever. All right. So in April of '96, so not even two years later, she gives birth to twins. Okay, so she's already got Kirsten, yeah, and Stephen, uh-huh. and Lisa, uh-huh. or Monica. Uh-huh. And now who? Now she's got Michael and Alexander. Damn. Well, Michael doesn't survive. Okay. This is the dead baby that you said was down there for yeah. a long time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he has um, trouble breathing and he dies within three days. And what's his face? Rapist daddy. Tries to not do anything. And... Uh-huh. Uh, he refuses to take the baby out, leaves the body down there. Then when he does, he incinerates it somehow, some way. Anyway, just super fucked up. So, that, so then by December 2002, Felix is born. Okay. Um, oh, 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 I forgot to say. When Alexander is 15 months old, he's discovered outside in the street. Okay. So this is baby number three that goes to This the is baby number okay. three upstairs. All right. So Felix is born, um, and it is said that Felix stays downstairs with his mother because grandma can't bear to look at another child of, his, of, her, daughter who, of her daughters who has abandoned her children. She's okay. like, I can't look at it anymore. Just brings it back that my kid is missing. And I can't well, raise and then, baby. you know, how old is this woman? She has to raise another one of her daughter's reject children. Right. I mean, and, yeah, it's you know, kind of like what she's like, thinking. She right. has no idea that her daughter's right. been living beneath her all this time. Right. All right. Okay, so, and that, you know, that room, you know, we asked why would he take these kids upstairs, and it might just be because of the space, too, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's very, you know, what, 500, right. what do we say, 500 square feet? Yeah. I mean, it's not very big. No. For all these. Well, is 500 square feet like the space that she had or is that with his office and work, workshop and all that? It just said the entire okay. thing. Okay. So her I mean, space is smaller it, than that. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, it's probably on the other uh, side well, of the there are pictures of it online, Yes, too. there yeah. are pictures online yeah. you can see. And it's just. It's ridiculously small. Yeah. I mean, it looks like my daughter's apartment. I'm not even kidding. Okay. Like a fucking shithole. Okay. So, um. <laughs> sorry, Luke. Sorry, honey. Um, so by, uh, April of 2008, Kirsten becomes critically ill. I saw in a couple of different places, one was that she was in kidney failure. Okay. And then I actually listened to a podcast, um, a brief, it was a two hour podcast and I only listened to it briefly because, you know, I didn't have enough time to listen to all of it before tonight. Um. And the podcast was Time Suck. Time Suck? Mm-hmm. And he, he did, he went into that Kirsten was also very malnourished. 
had rotten teeth, which I suspect that they probably would if, right, you know, I mean, they weren't taken well taken care of, right? You know, and, um, right. Um, now, she Kirsten was twenty two years old at this time in nineteen eighty four or nineteen. 19- in 2008, she was 22 years old. That's important because to me, she's being, she's an adult yeah. living down here. And in 2008, the daughter still, Elizabeth is still being raped daily. And she's like. In front of her kids. 2008. Oh. Oh. She's like 42 or something like that, right? And he is making her reenact pornographic videos. In front of the children. Yeah, there's a TV down there, there's VCRs, he's making her watch these pornos, and then he's making her reenact them in front of her kids. Okay, so are the children being molested? No, there's no evidence or anything mention of that. It's just the daughter. Okay, that's just weird. These these people need some serious counseling. Okay. All right, so, so Elizabeth says, listen, my kid's unconscious. I need you to help her. So she actually physically carries, helps carry her daughter, her adult daughter outside for the first time in 24 years. And the first time Kirsten's ever been outside. Ever been outside. Okay. Ever, ever. But she's unconscious, so she doesn't know. So what about the other children? Are they all downstairs? Because they're probably old. Well, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, mean, the youngest one is four, six at this time. Okay. So they call Kirsten goes to the hospital by ambulance. Okay. And he makes Elizabeth go back downstairs, um, and he threatens her. Let's see. So, Kirsten is critically ill. He arranges for her to be taken to the hospital. He releases Elizabeth. Okay, so then, that's on April 19th. Okay. On April 28th, Fritzel releases Elizabeth, Stefan, and Felix, brings them upstairs to his wife and says, your daughter has come home with these other children. And she is... So he lets her out of the basement. Yes. Okay. And there's more details to that. So, let me kind of backtrack a little bit here. All right, so in 96, when Elizabeth gives birth to the twins, I kind of already told you a little bit about that. Um, uh, It's also, you need to know that this place is soundproof. I mean, what it could be. Right, except for the sound of, you know, pipes or whatever. Like a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, Just to soundproof this chamber, using padding, he would make Elizabeth, okay, that's where I told you, he would make Elizabeth reenact these porno movies. So with, um, so once Elizabeth was, so what happened, okay, so, so what happened was Kirsten got to the hospital. She's basically unconscious and they kind of put her like in, and then, in a, was that the dog? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then they put her kind of in a coma. Okay. So she's out. No, so they, it's they an induced her. coma? Yes. Okay. okay. So she's not able to answer any questions. Okay. Well, this doctor is like, so I need you, what the hell is going on here? Well, then Joseph shows up at the hospital. I was like, I received this letter saying, please take care of my daughter. That she's critically ill. She's at the hospital. I need you to go there. Okay. And he, go ahead. 
Okay, so Kirsten, if if by what we know, she's 20, what do we say, 22, 22. years old. Uh-huh. Has she ever once stepped foot outside? Uh-uh. Okay, so what does your what does that do to a person like physically if you've never if you've grown up in a basement, a dungeon-like circumstance, and never seen sun, sunlight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you would think. I'm sorry. I'm double yeah. fisting over here. I got wine in one like, hand, coffee in the other. Because, you know, you need vitamin D to grow, like like sunlight. Yeah, so she's, I mean, they, they have vitamin D deficiencies. They said her teeth were rotten. According to Time Suck. Podcast. No, I read that too. Like they, all of the kids, like every single oh, one of them, sure. even Elizabeth, be... had all the malnutrition and the teeth rot and well, all that. I mean, my question is, is I didn't see this anywhere because I did look for this. It doesn't address if they had any kind of deformities or anything because they are all product of incest, right? So, or are they? Dun dun dun. I mean, who knows? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, are they like? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why okay. would he like only pick one daughter out of all the other children? You know, I mean, I don't know. That's well, my speculation. They, you know, they said that his mom was evil and that he was abused. And he, you know, and they Whatever. like it. Well, he was already a sexual deviant, and that time suck kind of goes into that too. But okay, so Fritzel agreed to seek medical medical attention when the daughter fell when his daughter granddaughter fell unconscious. Elizabeth helped carry her outside, but Joseph forced her back into the cellar where she remained for, for her final week. So she was there for one more week. Um, Kirsten was in kidney failure, you know, and all the other things we've already outlined, was taken by ambulance. Frenzel later arrived at the hospital claiming to have found a note written by Kirsten's mother, his daughter, um, discussing her condition and that he needed to give the note to the doctor. Well, the doctor not, was clearly not a dumb man. I'm not a very smart man. <laughs> but, so the medical staff immediately found his story a bunch of bullshit. And they just kind of like, okay, all right. So they put out, they, well, they alerted the police and said, hey, supposedly this missing person you have, uh, their daughter is here. And she sent this note. And this is like, this is just too... It's this odd. This dad shows it's definitely up. definitely odd, right? Saying, oh, I found this note. Yeah. And so they alert the police. So the note was not attached to the child's body, No, because right? he brought it in okay. later. Saying because, wait, it. because I always thought that Elizabeth put a note in her daughter's shirt, but now I think I might be confusing that with a movie. Well, there was a movie. And it might be just may, but may, different sources are... Okay, like... Because one says an anonymous source. Okay. So, it could be okay convoluted a little bit. Well, anyway, the police open reopened their investigation into Elizabeth's disappearance. Okay. What? Nothing. Why are you laughing? You laughing at my lips? No, I was just right. laughing. Okay. Okay, the police reopened the case into Elizabeth's uh-huh. disappearance. Well, then okay. they go on the news, and they were like, listen, we need you to come forward the mother of this child needs to come forward and talk with the medical staff about her condition. We need to know more. Okay. So they put this on the news. They put this out to the public. Okay. Well, it is at this time Fritzel repeats a stupid-ass story and um, claims that a recent letter from Elizabeth dated January 2008 
Oh, I don't know. Well, let me backtrack. Okay, so they reopen the disappearance. And this is when he brings her upstairs. Your daughter has returned. Okay. Well, then, so he brings her to the hospital. And she probably looks like shit. Oh, she looks like total ass. And then doctor's like, See? Total ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's really bad. Well, she did have a shower. I mean, she, they had, she had a, a shower, bathroom and all that. Yeah, down you know what I mean? But, but still... She was malnutritious. She probably had rotten ass teeth. I mean, no telling what clothes she had or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking. Well, did they, were they clothed? I, I mean, mean who I knows? Okay, it, whatever. It doesn't say anything like that. Like, what, are they wearing this? You know, what, did he bring them clothes? Did he bring them, like, you know. Because, right. I mean, obviously, she might not have grown, but the children did. I right. Because she was an adult already, so she probably didn't, you know, outgrow her clothes too much. So, um. She comes to the hospital, and they're like, here's my daughter. She's going to tell you the story. And the, do- and the doctor's like, see, I'm not a fucking dumbass. Call the police and let them know her ass is here. So they did. The police show up, and they take him into custody. Well, he's They take a- him into custody? They take both of them into okay, custody. Okay, because I thought they, they were trying to accuse her of child abuse, right? Yeah. Yes. They take them both into custody, and he's repeating this stupid-ass story. You're like, no, no, no. I, you know, we ha- and we got this letter from Elizabeth saying in 2008 right. that she was tr- that she was going to be she wanted to come home and that she was missed, you know, missed coming home, but she couldn't come home yet. He was setting it up. The police now think he was setting it up so that he could rescue his daughter from this religious cult. Okay. All right. Well, the police within. So she said, "I'm not saying a motherfucking word until you confirm. You tell me, convince me." That I don't ever have to see that man again. Okay. And they were like, you don't want to see your dad again? She's like, no. And they said, you will never have to be in another room with him. And so within two hours, she told them her entire story over the last 24 years. Okay. And shortly after midnight, they arrested her father. So did they just arrest him? Did they have, oh, they just arrested him on her word? Or did they go down and look in the dungeon or... Well, I guess. Okay, okay. So, Elizabeth refused to answer anything until I promised that, her, that she would never have to see her daddy rapist ever again. Okay. So, over the next two hours, she told the story of her 24 years in captivity. She told them of her repeated rapes, video, all the videos, the pornography, the reenactment. And they were violent. Like, he, he was, he demanded violent. Like, he was a very violent, sadistic man. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, shortly after midnight on April 26th... Fritzel was arrested. So on April 27th, Elizabeth, her children, and her mother were taken into care. And what they mean by taken into care, they were taken into psychiatric care. Okay. Like, they came in, and they, like, put them in a facility. They were protecting them. Fritzel told police how to enter. And there was a media circus around them, too. So they were protecting them. And it gets only, it it does get worse. So he finally said, you know, I was just trying to, I was just trying to keep her from the outside world because it's so bad so i built this chamber for her and just to keep the outside world from her so he had to but you know he had to tell police how to get into it he had to like tell them where the door was the secret trap door and that it was a keyless entry and all this stuff okay so this is what what is it this is 2008 Yes. Okay, well, apparently this is some CSI bullshit, too, because within April 29th, that's two days late, three days later, they announced that DNA evidence confirmed that Fritzel was the biological father of his daughter's children. Ugh. All of them. So, they put that as top priority. Yes. Through the, okay. Yes. It was also revealed that Fritzel 
forced Elizabeth to write the letter stating she wanted to come home, but wasn't possible yet. Police believed that she was setting it up so that he could rescue his daughter from this religious cult. Um, after his arrest, he portrayed this as a consensual relationship. Yes, because consensual relationships, you know, one person always has to be locked up in the dungeon, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, away from the outside right. world. Yeah. 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 So, um, again, a sick-ass fucker. Um, he said that he was trying to keep the outside world away from her, as promised. Elizabeth said that she, she wouldn't have to see her father again, so she videotaped her testimony. Okay. Um, her, uh, he was charged with murder of Michael, which is the infant. Okay. And rape, incest, kidnapping, false imprisonment, slavery, which carries a maximum of 20 years. So he pled guilty. Carries a maximum of what? 20 years. Okay. But don't get your panties in water about that. So (laughs) um, he, he pleads guilty to the charges of the murder for Michael. Okay. All right. Wait, what? Why am I not supposed to get my panties in a water? Because wide twenty out? years isn't fucking enough. But that's just for slavery, right? Right. Okay. Right. So, he pleads guilty to all charges, with the exception of murder and grievous, 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 grievous. Thank you. Grievous assault by threatening to gas his captives. Oh God. Yes, and he looks like someone. Who would say some shit like this? He is a scary He's got, like, looking... pointy eyebrows. Yeah, he looks like Vincent Price in one of the scariest movies. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. So, besides the video testimony from Elizabeth, um, her older brother did testify. Harold testified to be physically, that he was physically abused as a child by Joseph. His wife and Elizabeth's other children refused to testify. Because you remember... The kids that are upstairs, the upstairs kids, which they become known as the upstairs versus downstairs, and there's an issue there. Um, They don't know him to be, they're not abused. Or they're they're scared to death of saying anything. I mean, mean, abuse is, sometimes you protect your abuser. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So, um, on... March 18th, 2009, Elizabeth did attend the second day of his criminal trial. Oh, so she faced him. She, well, she came into the court. Okay. Um, and mainly this was, it says that she, this was in preparation for the book she's right, she was writing. Okay. And they said that he knew she was there and he became physically ill and like, oh, poor me. I didn't do this. I'm a good daddy. All right. Well, yeah. So on, but however, on March 19th, 2009, Joseph was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Well, he's not eligible for parole until 15 years. So he had to serve 15 years before he could come up with parole. But as I was listening. So that would be 2023. If he, would, or 2009, so it would be 2024. You do the math in your head. I don't know. <laughs> that's when that's what I hear when someone's trying to do math in their head. Well, if this took place in 2009, 15 would be 2024. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but la, la la la, and he said he would accept his fate and that he would not appeal. Okay. So, wait, he only got how many years? He got life in prison. Okay. But he couldn't 
be eligible for parole. So for he 15. still is eligible for parole? Yeah. Holy shit. But life in prison, like here in the United so States, still, is 25 he's still years. Alive. Yes, he's not dead. Okay. Not for the lack of someone trying to kill him, though. All right, so medical experts um, reported that Elizabeth and her children were in good health, relatively good health, considering what they had been through. I mean, aside from Kirsten, who made a full recovery, okay. by the way. They good. are, however, Woo-hoo! yay! They received psychological treatment. I should fucking think so. And they were actually offered new identities. But it was up to them to whether they were going to take them or not. And they did take them, right? Or do we know? I don't know. They didn't. Mm-mm. Oh, I would have. Yeah, I would have been like, peace out. I'm out of here, bitches. Elizabeth and her children um, in the basement needed extra medical assistance due to light and semi-dark because they had never been outside. Uh-huh. So they were sensitive to bright light, light bright yeah. light, bright light. And um, so they had to receive extra treatment for that. Um like I said, uh, Kirsten made a full recovery. I started to make a list of things that happened while they were in in captivity, but I don't know what happened there. And my list didn't make it to the paper. So my but, question is, is like, okay, so after they're, they're found, uh-huh. okay, are the upstairs and the downstairs children reunited? I mean, are they, is there animosity between them or do we know? There mm-hmm. is. Which I'm going to get to that. Okay. Um, okay, that's my number one question. And now, is did Elizabeth ever find love? I mean, does she? Yes. Okay. With her, um, you go girl, because she fell in love with her bodyguard who was hired uh, to protect her. To Because, um, well... As you can imagine, the paparazzi and the media, they were just all over this. And also other sexual deviants. They were afraid of other sexual deviants. Well, like I coming, you know. imagine so. Yeah. But think, I mean, think about this. So this, she was held captive. She was kidnapped officially in, what, 1984? Is that what I said originally? Yes. Think of all the things that happened from 1984 to 2008. Right. So she, she was, that was I mean, the Cold War. I mean. Like the Berlin yeah. Wall was up. Right. They were still part of the USSR. Oh, my God, cell phones. T- I mean, you know, yeah. The USSR uh, was still, I mean, like, I mean, all of yeah. these things, I mean. Life changed. Life went The modern by world changed right. quickly but during she, that now time. Now, she had a TV. Did she actually, was she able, did she get, like, local channels or anything? I don't think so. I think she just had her VCR. Oh, her yeah, movies. yeah. Okay. Um, so, apparently, in July of 2008, after... She was liberated from her dungeon. Okay. Um, Elizabeth kicked her mom out of the villa because they were all, like, living together because they all obviously needed some psychological therapy. Right. And they hid them away. The psychiatric place found them a place to live, and they were living in this hidden villa set up for them by the psychological clinic. So, Elizabeth had some issues with her mom, you think? Yeah. Like, she she's, she was saying that her mom was very passive in how she was raised. She and was like, it. "Yeah, how the fuck didn't you know daddy was raping me? And right. she was a little pissed off about that. Yeah. I think I can... Right. I can agree with her here. Yeah. So, um, so she was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And um, then, and I've said um like 9,000 times, and I apologize. Don't say it again. In March... 2000, thank you, because now I'm going to say it like every other word. You haven't said it yet. March 2009, Elizabeth and her children were forced to move out of their family's hideaway and return to the clinic where medical staff had started to try to heal the family 
from the upstairs and the downstairs kids. So what happened was in their hideaway, some paparazzi guy busted in the kitchen and just started taking pictures. Gosh. And Elizabeth was on the brink of a breakdown at that point. So they went, they were forced to move back into the clinic and the upstairs kids and the downstairs kids were having some friction. So they were trying to mend that relationship, mend that, like, well, why are these three kids more important than, than right, us? And right. I mean, I get that. Yeah. I mean, that would be like, I mean, why is, I mean, I, you know, why is so-and-so's kids, why is my dad's new kids and new wife more important than, right. than me? So, um, so everyone has to undergo treatment. No, duh. Duh. Yeah. No shit. Uh, so the house, the house, the dungeon, yes. the house, it was sold. Okay. They Somebody actually sale. bought it. Yes. Okay. They actually offered it to, poli- not political, but it just said um, asylum, like people who were, I guess because it is Austria and it was during, a, you know, the Cold War and all of that. They were, anyway, they were offering it up to asylees. Is that a word? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. People Are you who, talking about like refugees? Like, like refugees. Okay, okay. So, like political people who were seeking <laughs> yeah. asylum. Okay. People so, who were seeking yeah. asylum. Because if I'm seeking asylum, I don't care where I'm staying, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll stay okay. in the dungeon, whatever. Okay. Um, and Just don't lock all the eight doors, please. <laughs> please, no. Please. Can you, t- can you yeah. take these doors take the off? Take the doors off. Well, anyway, they sold the house and it turned into apartments. Okay. That's what it, where it is now. Um, the coward ass Joseph uh, changed his fucking name. So he changed his name so people wouldn't know who he was. Because he got his teeth literally kicked in. By other people in the prison. By other prisoners. And this is what I don't understand. It says he got his teeth knocked out. Okay. By other prisoners because they set up a fake dating profile for him and used his picture. Maybe it was a dating profile for guys. Within the prison? Let's kick his teeth out, I mean, I know they have, what is it, the uh, prison dating yeah. Well, what's that site? I don't know. I forget. But, so I guess they had a, a inner office dating pool. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, he got his ass kicked and he got his teeth kicked in. So he was, he changed his name. Okay. Because, so no one would try to hit up on him. Yeah, whatever. poor guy. Okay. All right. So. Um, but he's still alive right now, right? Yes. Okay. And recently he was interviewed. Like, okay. By a British journalist who said he has absolutely no fucking remorse for what he yeah, he's what a happened. sadistic fucking psychopath and he is in failing health and all poor joseph daddy rapist doesn't want to live anymore oh <sighs> all right oh it's also been reported that like we mentioned earlier that elizabeth has her new boy toy good for her rock on and that he's 23 years or junior he's her bodyguard and they and you know what all i can say is good fucking for her okay well there you go there you have it that's all i got wow that's um, that's crazy, crazy yeah, story. I, told, I warned you guys that it was going to yeah. be some sick shit this week. <laughs> well, thanks, Cindy. You're welcome. Okay. So, please be sure to um, like us on Facebook and rate us, please, and also subscribe. Yes. Okay. 
And um, if you liked our show and you want to support us, you can always hit us up on Patreon. Um, until next week, guys. Okay? It wasn't me. Yeah, and don't forget it wasn't me. Yeah. Bye. See you later.